0: Welcome back to Bob and Friends. How are you doing, Chloe? I would say
1: I am not doing the best, but I'm not doing the worst. That's actually
0: so fair. Did you want to share why you're not doing the best? Or you cannot. Um, I'll give a little tidbit.
1: So Sunday, me and my now ex-boyfriend broke up, but... I haven't really had time to process it, so it's kind of just been up in the air, and we'll see how I feel after I get all my assignments
0: done. And that's the tea. School comes first, and emotions come (laughs) second. I'm just kidding. I'm very sorry that you and she, Chloe, introduced me to the term Shoddy Bay. Actually, technically, you didn't because I told you who actually introduced me to Shoddy Bay. That was unfortunate. But we also
1: coined the term Pookie recently.
0: That's true. We were me and Chloe were talking about pet names for like significant others and um Chloe said that she called her then Shoddy Bay Pookie and that made me scream. <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted to put that out there. But anyway, thank you, Chloe, for coming on Bob and Friends, your episode six. I think. No, you're episode five. You're episode five. Off the <laughs> she she just raised her hands to say six. Um but anyway. Um we'll see I guess when the podcast is over. But yeah, so I like to begin every episode by having the person that I have on explain how we met. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do that now. <laughs> okay, so what
1: I recall is Aubrey was in one of my first journalism classes. Um, I don't exactly remember what it was, but through that class, we also found out we that I was going to join the same org that she was a part of, which is the A-Line magazine. For <laughs> <over>. <laughs> and Aubrey is now the creative director, and I've taken the position of filling her shoes as editor.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Actually, I don't. The funny thing is, I don't remember what journalism class that was either. I just remember that there was a math test for this journalism oh. class, and um, I didn't do well on it either. Neither. That was kind of tragic. It was a bit upsetting that we had to do math and like that. God, women's stem. Am I right? But no. Yeah, Chloe. Um, I was the editor for a-line last semester and then i was like you know he'd be really good at this chloe and then chloe now is slaying slaying the game but anyway just to start out what's your demon she paused (laughs) (laughs) i'll add while you're thinking i'll add that you can interpret this however you would like so it could be like a like a deep demon or like oh I just have this like stupid silly little thing that I do.
1: Okay to to be deep first I would say that my demon that I've most like have been contemplating is that I'm too judgmental of people and I feel like that negatively affects how I like interact with people and 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 like accept people into my life because I'm I feel like I'm really mean inside my head like (laughs) like like the thoughts I have about some people I'm like like I would get canceled so fast if I were to verbalize these and I'm always saying that I have no friends but my ex-boyfriend actually told me that I need to work on being like more tolerable of people and so I feel like That has what, that's what's, like, made this so, like, the top of my head as a demon. Um,
0: I wouldn't have expected that from you. I feel like you're, like, pretty chill and you can kind of roll with the punches. That's kind of what I've i've noticed but maybe internally you just hate me <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding i'm I just kidding my ex-boyfriend will be able to say that i always I'm like oh my god aubrey's so cool and like oh, she. stop that. there's absolutely no way <laughs> fan behavior parasocial relationships oh. <laughs> oh. i i'm sorry that was on the brain because Okay, we're going off topic for like a brief second, but we did peer editing for the magazine the other day, and that was the article that I edited was the parasocial relationships one.
1: On a, on a superficial level, I would say having getting those edits done is my demon right now because <laughs> I've been staying up so late, and I've only gotten like one and a half done out of ten, and I need them to be done by Friday.
0: No, as a okay, I can I can sit here and empathize with you on this as another person who's had that job. They, like, sneak up on you, and, like, you think that six articles, like, at once is not that many, but they're, depending on how long they are, and depending on, like, you know, the the depth of editing that has to be done, like, it can take you a pretty long time.
1: You no, know, seeing, like, reading people's writings is probably what, like, gives you the most insight onto how they process things in their head, and I'm reading these articles, and I'm, like, questioning some of these people and that that goes back to like me being judgmental of people but it's 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 a work in progress i don't really know how to fix it but you know we'll we'll see
0: i feel that though like when i was the editor that was the thing i immediately thought about myself was i was like god damn i'm like tearing into these people like jesus christ like the way that i edit like i i'm sure that you remember is like i'm There's a, like, there's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot that I do. And, like, I consistently, because I remember when I was just on the writing team, I always thought I was, like, god damn, the editor is, like, editing me out of my writing. And I didn't like that. But on the duality of that, like, I am grateful for it, I guess. But I always, I always tried to, like, make sure that I put in things that I liked about, like, a piece, you know?
1: I honestly feel like my writing has grown so much more from your edits because she she's she's so nice about like being like Slay, the sentence was so good and I would I get get so much validation from that, but then she'd like rip into one of my sentences and I'm like, Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but
0: she has fair judgment, I'll I'll take it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad that you feel that way, but yeah, I feel like your writing has a I didn't I didn't want you to be the editor just because you're my friend, obviously, but I really do think that like your writing flows very well and I think that your um, your writing is very substantive. Like I think a lot of writers I've noticed, like just over the course of like reading A line articles, I think a lot of writers can empathize with like the struggle of inputting like real life examples of the things that they're talking about. You're always pretty good about like in the example of this this pertains to my topic
1: I was confused on what the word substantive meant but
0: that that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) it's like something that would be unsubstantive would be like talking about a concept and then not relating it to like the real world so being like if you're talking about like negative body image from social media you would just be like people get can have bad body image from seeing perfect models on instagram and then not giving like a a specific example of that
1: i'm just looking i just saw your new yorker poster on your wall and i just bought a subscription for six dollars and i'm waiting for my tote bag to come
0: you did this you did the exact same thing that i did my tote my totes in the in the closet i have a bunch of new yorker issues too it's actually a really good deal you just have to remember to cancel it
1: yeah because i the 12 months I put in my calendar. But <laughs> I, I've i been, like, trying to read an article, like, every day. And that was just a little routine.
0: You're better than I am because I was really bad about, like, actually, like, reading them. But I was like, because I'm so visual, like, I'm like, oh, damn. Like, look at all, like, the cool visuals and the graphics and the layout of The New Yorker. Anyway. Yeah. I like their little
1: cartoons, but I, I mostly did it for the tote bag,
0: to be honest. Which tote bag did you get? I I know all of them.
1: I don't... It's still... It's coming in six to eight weeks. And that was,
0: like, three weeks ago, so I'm still waiting. That's kind of devastating. Anyway. I wanted it now. I wanted it. I wanted it now. (laughs) (laughs) But would you say that's your... Your final answer for what your demon is, is... It's kind of similar to what the person I had on last week said that their demon was intrusive thoughts... Mm. Like, they were, like, in my head, I'm, like, God, I just want to, like, trip this person right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like, like, in an overarching theme, it would be more, like, a very pessimistic mindset is what my demon would be. Because I, even, like, pushing, projecting it onto other people, I also, like, internalize it and put it on myself. And, like, I feel like I over-criticize myself in every, like, thing I do but i rationalize it
0: because i'm doing it to other people i see that's interesting i would not i would not have gotten that from you or maybe it's
1: like vice versa like i rationalize being judgmental of other people because i'm so judgmental of myself and i'm like they should be doing the same thing for themselves
0: i see yeah i know it's like you have you've have really high standards of yourself and so you're like goddamn like live up <laughs> like literally live up i feel like it's like it's like kind of mean like mean girl vibes but i'm like
1: so, this is like a very bad intrusive thought but i'm like sometimes i think uh they should be bullied like they need to be bullied to put slay <laughs>
0: they need to be whipped into shape. i mean i think that i think that's more relatable than you like in in terms like to comfort you i think that's more relatable than you think that it is Because trust me, like, you know what exposes those demons so much? Working in retail. Working in retail and having to deal with, like, consistent Karens, for instance, at Uptown Cheapskate, being like, why didn't you buy in my clothes? I don't know how many ways to tell you your clothes are ugly without telling you your clothes are ugly. I
1: worked in the food industry a lot and people are so specific about their foods like i worked at jamba juice and they're like i want it triple blended but not
0: smooth you want it like blended to where it's basically liquid but you still want it to be okay
1: yeah that i wouldn't say it was, it was probably my worst job yeah i will not be going back there
0: hashtag <laughs> jamba juice jamba juice is gonna sue me for defamation anyway okay next question why do you think that you were put on this earth or why do you think that you're on the earth i feel like
1: there is no reason um kind of like the the thing we always bring back like we didn't ask to be born yet we're still here and we have to exist and like have like find this purpose in life which i feel is like forced upon us and and i don't like it to be honest like
0: <laughs> that is such a quote god
1: but some and like you can even go to the extent of like we're not even real like how can we exist as as like the entities we are when like it could have been like cats that developed like this level of intelligence and developed their own society in. In them I don't know. In the and like how they need to advance as cats, but yet we're we, are, the human beings are are the ones that have like basically taken over the
0: world. Do you feel like you specifically have a purpose, or do you feel like that you just don't have one? Either one is fine. Um,
1: I have built in a purpose for myself, and I've summarized it as. I want to be a scientific journalist living in a studio apartment with my cat. And yeah, that I feel like that would be the bottom line of my purpose is to achieve
0: that. But it's very surface level. I see. So, yeah, just as long as as long as you achieve achieve something. So do you think that you're pretty like goal focused?
1: yeah i feel like i need to be or else i won't push myself and i feel i am my hardest critic i feel like a lot of people can feel that way about themselves but i've been like told that by other people and i don't i feel like it's not a good thing but it's not necessarily a bad thing but it kind of pushes me to a point where i'm like uh, I don't, like, there's no point in any of this because I just, like, break down from all the, like, force. Why am I even
0: here? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, Chloe, Chloe, for context, is also doing, like, a really hard major, and she's... she. I consistently look at her homework, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck she's looking at, but Chloe's actually a woman in STEM. I'm... I'm I'm building the stereotype that <laughs> of women outside of STEM.
1: <laughs> to be fair, I don't know what I'm looking at either.
0: But like you like explained it to me one time and I was like, "Okay, word." And then you're like, "Yeah, that's it's this this like I don't know, like you're looking at Let me explain from like my perspective what she was looking at and then she'll like explain what it actually was, but it's like a like a chemical chemical diagram, like it's like showing all of the like I guess uh what what the fuck is it called the 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 the, the elements the all the elements in within this like chemical molecule and it's like a little shape and i was like what the fuck is that she's like oh that's fucking blah 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 acid i don't know yeah i had
1: to memorize 20 amino acids and like
0: their polarities and like literally amino acids and like i'm (laughs) like oh this thing
1: and the oh and then they make up you so like I feel like it's kind of cool, but at the same time, I can't help but think that someone just made all this up because there's no <laughs> way that someone was able to like find out these things from just
0: like from scratch. <laughs> from, from scratch. Yeah, no, I like, I have that too. Like, I'm like, when I think about scientific discoveries that are like really difficult for me to understand, the fact that they were discovered a very long time ago is, I'm like, there's absolutely no way that they could have discovered that then. Like, they were, like, little cavemen in the, in the, I don't know, in the cave. Yeah.
1: It, it could all be fake, and, and we're just <laughs> taught that it's true, and, and I know, I'll just go along with being a cog in the machine and believe it, if, if it'll, like, get me somewhere in the future, I guess.
0: Slay. Here's to being a cog in the machine. Yeah. Anyway. What do you think your gift is, if you think that you have one?
1: I feel like I don't have a gift. Um,
0: That's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, this is your podcast and this is your episode, so it's your perspective. But I'll give my perspective after. Like, objectively, I would say. Girl, like, subjectively, like.
1: Objectively.
0: Like, girl, subjectively, like, people have, like, so many gifts, but, you know, I don't think anyone can be, like, oh, like, this is fact, like. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Actually, no, I definitely changed that. Objectively, people do have certain gifts, but that's my perspective. Because, like, other people will tell you that you're, like, gifted at something,
1: and you you'd be like, oh, I never thought of it that way, But but yeah, I guess, I guess that works. So th- that thing for me, I guess, would be would be writing. I, um, but I also feel like it if it's, I don't know, a gift. Like, what's the definite like the boundary between gift and a talent? Because like, I feel like if it's a gift, you shouldn't have to
0: like work to improve it, because that would make it, like a talent. I think they can be interchangeable. I think that. Like, for instance, I think that someone can have raw talent, but I think that if they don't refine it, it they don't improve it. I think that you have to improve gifts and talents.
1: Okay, yeah, that's fair. I would not say that I'm a STEM girl, though, and I came to realize that, like, last semester after, like, a very horrific report card, but it's too late now,
0: but I guess... I feel I feel that wholeheartedly. I also feel like it's too late now. Like I it's kinda of depressing to say I, I oh no, it's not depressing, it's fine. But I would change my major if I like would go do it again, but it, it's fine, like I'm too far. Yeah. I,
1: I would definitely change my major to what well, I never wanted to be a little stem girly, it was kind of forced upon me.
0: Interesting. How how was it forced upon you? Like the very
1: stereotypical like asian tiger parent my my dad was like i'm not gonna pay for college unless you're a stem major because you're not gonna make any money otherwise because i wanted to be a journalist
0: and this is hurting me this is actually just the podcast hurting me and i've come to
1: terms with it but at the same time like i feel like they can't get mad at me for getting bad grades
0: because because that yeah (laughs) I think you have a very natural knack for writing, at least. I mean, those, those that's the thing that I've seen you do. Yeah. You also have a knack for clothes because you dress really well. But stop. You're, <laughs> she's blushing. She's yeah. blushing. But that, 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 <laughs> that broke my heart. <laughs> but hey, maybe you'll major in neuroscience and then life will guide you wherever you want to be fingers crossed, um, and, like, I'll take whatever I can
1: get at that, at this point, like, it'll, it'll work out, I guess.
0: I believe that it will, even though that does suck, <laughs> but, yeah, so is that your final gift, is that the cat, the cat, Winnie, is scratching at the door, Winnie, I'm not letting you in here, anyway, I must go on. But is that what you think your your final gift would be? Or your the gift that you wanted to share? I would also
1: say I feel like I have pretty good handwriting. Just a little <laughs>
0: a little thing. It keeps me going. <laughs> a very very niche thing. I appreciate that you you kept it real and you said that. I'll have to like I haven't seen you like write anything, but like I'll keep that in mind maybe I'll I don't know make you write me a handwritten note or something anyway what is your worst fear I would say failure
1: mostly I wouldn't say it's like a fear more of like a disappointment in myself because after like putting in so much work into something I feel like you have no other option but to succeed. And if you don't, that's kind of just like a waste of everything you've ever done. And I guess that would be
0: of the fear of like wasting everything. Yeah, no I I feel that. I feel like I every I feel that very much creatively. I think I might have talked on this about this on the podcast before. But I feel like this might be a little bit different, but I feel like if I am not in like actively creating something, I feel like I'm like, oh my God, I'm not making something right now. Like I've, I've nothing to show for myself. It was all for nothing. Like I'm not, what am I doing right now? Kind of a thing. I guess it's more like, it's a little bit different, but
1: same concept. But also, like, I hope my mom never
0: hears this, and I don't think she will, but, like, <laughs> it's okay. This podcast, I think I-, I checked the other day, it has, like, <laughs> minus, like, under 10 listeners, so, but, like, I guess I would say, like, being, becoming my mother would be a big no-no for me. A and- big no-no. <laughs> Do you care to explain why, or you don't have, you can share whatever you would like. I'll give a little, like, synopsis.
1: Basically, she's, like, very, like, work-oriented, which I feel like I'm leaning towards, and she puts so much into her work, yet at at the end of the day, she's, like, probably the most unhappy person I know and, like, incapable
0: of, like, attaining that happiness, any happiness. Damn. Do you think it's because, like, she does prioritize her work to that extent where it's, like, Anyway, that was a short intermission. My phone stopped recording. Anyway, we were talking about Chloe's mom and um, how she does not want to become her. Anyway, continue, Chloe.
1: Um, I don't. Where did it cut off?
0: Um, maybe. So, I'll give a little synopsis. Chloe was explaining that her mom is very work oriented, and I'll let you pick up from that.
1: Okay, so yeah, she's very work-oriented, and she puts so much effort into it to, like, try to gain validation. But her, like, constantly trying to seek validation from some, like, unknown source is just making her, like, very unhappy and very incapable of becoming happy.
0: And that's the tea. (laughs) (laughs) that's rough when your life is defined by your work or if you're searching for happiness and you don't really know where you're gonna get it from like looking for it aimlessly I don't know do you do you feel that way I feel like it's very heavy on the like validation
1: aspect like at some point you just have to like be able to accept like what you've accomplished for yourself and not for like anybody else but it's hard to do that with like all the like family and like because they're the ones who support you and like all of that but at the end of the day like you don't owe anyone anything and I guess that's just kind of what I have to keep reminding myself like my accomplishments are gonna be for me and not for anyone else
0: that's a slave and it's a hard thing to come to terms with especially when you have parents that have like very not only like high expectations like in a specific regard that like might not even be your bent or your niche but yeah just because they are so specific like that that's really tough yeah
1: and like They're really hard on me, but my brother is a business major in New York right now. He's living his best life, but at the same time he's also unhappy right
0: now, so and so (laughs) no one can be happy. I'm just kidding. No. Wait, why did they let him be a business major? I have no idea, but
1: I honestly feel like they didn't think I could do it. Like I wasn't self sufficient enough to like live out of state away from them
0: okay but you could have been a business major here what's what's up with that i'm challenging (laughs) him come on the podcast
1: yeah i don't know i am the oldest child so and he's like the little baby so i i really don't know what what happened there but i was very upset for a very long time about those events but He's is, been is, is, is enjoying them, so, himself,
0: so. <laughs> I, think, I think the first child always has, like, the highest expectations placed upon them, too, so. Yeah. Anyway. Do you have any regrets?
1: Um, probably my major, to go back on that, but... Other than that, I think it would be not having enough faith in myself to like stand up for myself in making those decisions and not like sticking to what I know and what I wanted to do. And I was kind of like a pushover and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do. I'll do what you want just to like not have to argue about it.
0: I mean, I think it is also hard when like the person that you're arguing with about that decision is the person who's paying for it, you know? Like I if I were in your shoes, I'm I'm just not a STEM girlie. I just I just can't do it. Like I I'm not going to say I can't. I'm very I have a natural bent towards the arts and that draws me away from <laughs> easily comprehending things of that nature. But I can't imagine what would have happened to me if like i think my spirit would crumble so like a lot quicker than yours <laughs> i don't i don't think i i think i get i think i get one of my demons i feel like i get discouraged pretty easily i come back from it pretty fast but like i'm like oh f- fuck i'm like i can't do anything I feel like yeah, you gotta have that moment,
1: and then like it just have to has to like click in your head, and you be like, okay, I gotta get everything together. Like I'm gonna be perfect from here on out, and then like you're not, and then you just have to start over again. And like I don't know how many times I can re- restart the button, but <laughs> it, it's not dead yet, but it, it might die soon.
0: You're 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 close though you're close you're close enough she's shaking her head why i want to apply to
1: like a graduate program like a phd program and that's gonna be like six more years of school so
0: and that's the game (laughs) chloe you know well you know what when you're phd and i'm like starving on the (laughs) on the side of the interstate yeah, we'll we'll see who's laughing then.
1: <laughs> I remember you were talking to me about getting your master's in fashion design.
0: I have recently been considering finding a program in fashion journalism for my master's. I would not want to go for fashion design. Um, you know, okay, so Cond Nast the company who owns Vogue and a bunch of, and the New Yorker and a bunch of other magazines. They have a college, which is crazy. I didn't know about that. However, it's a, it's like a college of like fashion journalism and design, basically, which is crazy. It's wildly expensive, but they have this one degree. It's called like, uh, I don't, it's like a editorial direction for like fashion publications. I'm like that's literally exactly what I want to do. That's exactly what I want to do. But the program is so expensive. <laughs> money money is a silly little
1: thing. That's all I got to say about, about that. But that program sounds like perfect for you.
0: That's very sweet. Well I mean we'll see if I can even like. I don't know get a master's. But my mom did suggest to me. I, di- I really didn't think that that was something that I would, that was in the cards. Like, I thought I was. she was going to be like, all right, here's your bachelor's. And then, you know, which is, I'm very grateful to have had that. But she was like, so, do you want to get a master's? And I was like, shit. I mean, you want to pay for it? <laughs> like, it's all up to that, you know. But is that your, is that your final answer on your regrets yes i
1: i don't want to think about things that i would regret because then i'll feel like i'll dwell on it too much so i'll just keep it at that
0: that's valid i feel like that happens sometimes on this podcast or like but we don't have to get into that so like (laughs) but yeah i don't know for regrets for me like regret it depends on how you define regret it's like for me, regrets are things that I would go back and change, and despite some of the bad circumstances I've been in, damn, have I been in some bad ones, I wouldn't have changed it because I don't think that, I don't think I would be sitting here talking with you and been the same person, I don't know. Cheesy, cheesy, sue me. Things happen for a reason. And that's the tea, and you can disagree with me on that, but that's what I think. Anyway... What is the best thing? It's a really big question, and, and usually people do. <laughs> she looks panicked. People usually do panic a little bit. They're like, what, what do you mean? It's a very broad question, but you can give whatever answer you want.
1: Uh, laying in bed with my cat is probably the best thing because it's so peaceful, and there's just like this little guy, this little furry guy that's just like laying with you. And you don't have to do anything. But the problem with that is, like, it's kind of like a little paradox. Is You're not doing anything, but you're stressing about what you have to do. So I guess the best thing would be to have, like, no thoughts. Damn. While while, while laying in bed with my cat.
0: <laughs> Having um head-empty no thoughts laying in bed with Bert. Bert is her cat. I love Bert. He's so
1: precious. He's turning one in like a month and we're going to have a birthday party. That's insane. Where's my invite? Did it get lost in the mail? I haven't discussed that with the
0: party planning committee yet. Damn. They're like, so I was thinking about inviting Aubrey. Like, I don't know if I should do it. (laughs) Only if you bring a cat.
1: Actually, no. No other cats allowed. It's about Bert. It's Bert's day.
0: (laughs) Happy Bert day. Anyway, but yeah, no, I, I, I also empathize with that is I'll, I'll sit there and I'll be like, damn, I have this whole day to do nothing. And then I'll sit there and I'll stress out. I'll be like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I not doing anything right now? I'm I'm literally like on a trajectory. I'm, I'm on a highway to hell. <laughs> and if I don't get up and do something, but I don't know, it's the, it's the idea that you have to be productive literally every second, which is just not true.
1: Yeah, and then like everyone is always doing something. Like they're everyone like, extra on top of like on top of the things you have to do, they do so many more things. And I get why, but I like I can't keep up.
0: Yeah, no, I'm <sighs> like I my boyfriend my boyfriend says that I like I spin a lot of plates. Like I'm like doing a bunch of like A bunch of things but the plates are not equal by any means and the thing is is that like this is insane to say like obviously I care about school but the things like it with my other plates like I really like my job and I really like what I do at the magazine and those plates like those jobs that I do don't feel like work a lot of the time sure there are moments where it's like to be quite honest, I don't know if I can like do this for one more second. <laughs> like at work specifically. Um but yeah, I I honestly wish I had more downtime. Yeah, um I kind of feel
1: like if there isn't something to do every second of the day, it's it stresses me out like when there's not something to do because then I have to worry about what I'm gonna do to fill that gap of time because I can't just like lay down but I probably will and then I'll feel bad about laying down so I'd rather just not have the option to lay down
0: that's so true
1: and maybe that's the reason I can't nap no I'm a sucker for napping but I don't like purposely
0: nap I'll I'll, like oh no I fell asleep oops (laughs) (laughs) she's a sucker for napping Anyway, is that your final answer on what is the best? Is is that the best thing? Showers are pretty nice, but yeah, <laughs> showers, dude. Showers are work to me. Oh. Like, sho- like <laughs> she goes, she goes. Oh, like last night. Okay, it's my own fault. But I'll go too long without washing my hair and it will become matted. Like it'll, I'll get dreadlocks. And last night was one of those nights where it's like I've been put this is it. Like I've been putting this off for too long. And I I like I'll get so frustrated with brushing the tangles out of my hair that I'll like almost cry. Like I just can't do it. It's So much work. But the showers when you don't have to do that are very pleasant. I prefer baths because I don't have to worry about my hair.
1: I don't, I don't like baths because I don't want to see myself naked. And then I just have to like...
0: <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you don't have to see yourself naked if you're in the bath. But if you're just, like, laying there... Like, I guess you... Like, bubble bath. Like, you need bubbles. But
1: if you, there's no bubbles, you're just, like, sitting there and you're looking, like, down at your body. Like, distorted through the water. And you're just like, oh. But I like the routine of showers because I'm very, like... I do this while I'm doing this. And then it's very efficient and I like that i have like planned it out so well
0: that is the most insane i've never like well damn maybe that ruined it for me like Whoa. the next the next time i'm going to get in the bath and be like god like i can see my i can see my body this might become another conversation about self image do you feel like you have like I, I mean i feel like the the precursor to this before i dig up anything is that i feel like a lot of women today not of their own fault have kind of bad self-image i struggle with a lot of like self-image things but i don't know if you feel like you struggle with that
1: no totally i do i sometimes i take showers with the lights off so i don't have to even like accidentally see and then just i feel like it's mostly on my mom because she's like that's just like you know like mom problems like
0: body translates body problems by your mom what do you mean like, she's very, like,
1: talkative about the weight. Like, she's always, like, little, little comments here and there. And then she'll be like, oh, my God, I was, like, 96 pounds up until I got pregnant with you. And then I was like, oh my God, I weighed that much in, like, middle school or something. I don't know. But, like, oh, my God. like
0: That's insane. No, it is It is the little things. And I, you know what? I kind of empathize with this. My mom... I love my mom very, very much. But my mom specifically, it's like the little comments, but about the things that she eats. Like, she'll be like, oh, like I'm full. Like, I had a handful of popcorn. And I'm like, girl, girl, what? Like, she, like, and then she'll just, she's, very, she's skinnier than me. Like, she's very small. And then she'll be like, oh, like, I'm like, so like fat compared to when i used to be it's like the same kind of concept and i'm like literally girl like you're hotter than me and you're like about to be 60 like what
1: my mom just sent me these pictures of herself when she was 35 this was post having two children and she looks so amazing like i could never even,
0: like i'm showing aubrey the pictures right now why is she slaying She's so 35. hard like there's no way wait that picture with the okay her skin looks i'm trying to describe to the listeners but like her skin looks flawless i feel like that's um that's a very like asian trait is i feel like y'all just like i feel like just don't age (laughs) like very fast and i feel like that's a slay i just wanted to say that yeah but i i look like i'm like 12 but with acne I don't think that's true. I think that I think that you look slightly younger than your age. And I feel like that's a good place to be with aging. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I got on a plane to go to Seattle. Because um, all of my dad's family is from there. And um, I was with my mom. And you know like the evacuation row? like you have to be like a certain age to like sit in this row so this flight attendant was like she looked she asks my mom she's like is she 15 you have to be like 15 to sit in the row and then my mom was like she's 21 and and then I was I just laughed like I was like what is but anyway honestly I'll, I'll take it though because let's think about it this way you and I when we're like 54 we'll look like we're like 32
1: that's very that's very fair yeah i don't i don't want to be old i guess that would be like another fear it would be like looking old no offense to
0: like old people. you heard it here <laughs> chloe's ageist she's literally ageist i'm just kidding no i i think that's it i i think that's a it's fair like
1: yeah i'm not gonna speak anymore on that girl get closer to
0: the microphone okay. yeah i'm I'm not gonna speak any anymore on that <laughs> um well okay so do you believe in god
1: okay so straight up answer would be no but it's because i went to catholic school for eight maybe more years and like did all the like jesus camps, so many jesus camps and like bible studies and i've been there and just from like the way i was catholic too so like very strict and just the way i've seen the people who like claim to be so religious and like godlike maybe not godlike but like
0: godlike
1: but like very religious are like some of the meanest people i know and on like same thing with like the science thing like there's no proof and I don't want to believe in something that's that's not like
0: sound for real. Yeah, no, that's fair. There's nothing. There's nothing that you can uh, hold on to like for certain and be like, okay, like this is you can't you can't see you can't see anything, you know. But, yeah, no, I've had a lot of conversations with, I feel like I hear this a lot from people who went to either private Christian school or just were raised in the church, like, very intensely with, like, no, I guess, like, freedom to, like, explore your doubts within, like, religion. I think, I think, like, that just makes for a bad experience.
1: Yeah, and not to, like, take away from the people that do believe in God. Like, they can believe in whatever they want to believe in, and I can believe in whatever I want to believe in. But I feel like, especially, like, like, just from my knowledge of the Catholic community, they're very, like, like missionary. Like, they want to convert people to their religion, and I feel like that takes
0: away from the whole point of having a religion. I agree. I think for context, I went to a private Christian school for K through 12. Um, I'm still a Christian now, but I'm pretty, I'm very chill. Like I almost don't like telling people it <laughs> because I don't want people to assume certain things about me or kind of like what you just said that I'm out here trying to convert you or that I'm like, you know, I, but that's a, that's, pro, that's a big thing within like churches specifically. There's a lot of reasons why I don't go to church right now but one of which is i i do not like the savior complex let people come to their own conclusions because if you go in with with the mindset to like like convert somebody like you like (laughs) forcing somebody to believe something like god damn
1: like i've been on like maybe three mission trips
0: and i've never (laughs) been on a mission trip that's insane where did you go
1: I went to Laredo for two years, not like two years in a row, but like I went there two times as like a medical thing, and we just like provided medical care for these people. but like they gotta add God into the mix. and I feel like they shouldn't have to like rationalize caring for people by a like for a religious cause. And then I went and built like a well
0: in Guatemala wild card. I went to Laredo, Texas and then I went to Guatemala and built a well and then left. Though no, I I wholeheartedly agree cuz that's that's my exact qualm with mission trips is like um I feel like I feel like the the good thing to do is to go somewhere and extend kindness to people and then that's it. You don't have to add anything to it. You just do it for the sake of those people. Mm-hmm. That's it. But anyway, that's I could I could talk for like a whole another hour about this cuz I think it's I think it's really interesting. But anyway, any final thoughts on God?
1: Watch the egg video on YouTube, and that's what I believe in. The egg. Can you like summarize it for me? It's basically talking about like Another way of looking at how we exist is just, like, our energies as being, like, like energy cannot be destroyed or created. So, like, when someone dies, we just, like, get, like, our energy into the universe and it's,
0: like, redistributed. Slay. The egg. I, God, I, I wonder whose energy I was before. Probably, I was about to say Madonna, but Madonna's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that but like you I just thought I, that Madonna I, was dead yeah that's honestly fair I mean like Prince is dead tragically Michael Jackson is dead
1: yeah I, I don't really know I don't keep up with like so she uh, she always tries to talk to me about like actors and I, I never or like movies and I'm so I feel like so out of the loop and like uncivil uncultured
0: I feel like you know I mean you know like shit about fashion though because I feel like you would always write the fashion articles like i I swear to God we're a fashion and lifestyle magazine and for being a fashion lifestyle magazine, I've had to wring out the like like pull writing fashion articles out of writing people, but not Chloe Chloe has written a lot of fashion articles.
1: It should be like a lifestyle magazine at this point.
0: Don't say that because I need it to be a fashion and lifestyle magazine.
1: I'll I'll get you an article. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, well, I just wrote I in order to keep the fashion in there, I wrote, you know what? Okay, I'm I'm saying fashion wrong because we we do write a lot of articles about like clothing in the fashion industry. When I th- I think my like niche of fashion is too specific like i'm like talking about like designer and stuff like that that's not all of fashion fashion is much more broad than that
1: i feel like our magazine is very focused on fashion for the people as opposed to like red not like red
0: carpet but like elevated oh like yeah like high fashion type thing which is very valid it makes sense but yeah i wrote I wrote an article about Scaparelli, which is like literally the furthest from fashion for the people, like <laughs> so exclusive, but it's not Shirapelli, sure, I learned it this is true, but it looks like Scaparelli for the listeners looks like like on paper it's chap Chaparelli, <laughs> but it's Scaparelli, and so, yeah, anyway no comment okay fair all right well what is the worst thing like a tummy ache that's (laughs) that's insane
1: that's so fair though because you never know why you have (laughs) one and then you you like or like even like having like a runny nose it makes it like whenever there's something wrong with you you always like start to reminisce on when things were okay (laughs) and you like i like i'm like oh like i I like forgotten what it's like to like be able to breathe clearly or like not have like
0: a tummy ache that's that's so true i think like your tummy ache is like stuffy noses for me there's nothing that angers me more than like having a stuffy nose and trying to go to bed and you're like reminiscing about when you could breathe yeah but like tummy aches
1: like You just have to, you have to be a trooper and just deal with it. Like, you can't just, like, not do anything, even though, like, all you want to do is, like, I have, like, a remedy now, though. I lie in a very specific position, but it angers me when I have a tummy ache, like, out in public and I can't do what I need to do to make (laughs) it better. And I'm like, but what's holding me back from it? Just society.
0: That's society. (laughs) Damn the society calls chloe when she's having her tummy ache do you like when you say a certain position do you like tuck your knees to your chest like is that what you do because i feel like that's what i do
1: i like like i like (laughs) get like on my knees and i like it's like kind of like child's pose but you stick your butt up in the
0: air (laughs) i mean okay that like when i think about it i feel like that would make me feel better it really works my brother like i don't know if it's like a family thing but
1: it works (laughs) did he like tell you to do it yeah because i always saw him doing it and i was like you don't know like what you look stupid but i tried it and it and like do it for like 10
0: minutes and you're fine really i'm gonna have to do that because i did i tell you about how i went to dave's hot chicken recently no, but I really like that place. Okay, it's really good, and I've only been there twice. The second time I went with my boyfriend, and you know how you like choose your spice level. Well, the previous time I got medium, and I like spicy food, so I was like, you know what, I'll try hot this time. Well, girl, I don't know why I did that in my right mind, knowing that Wingstop fucks me up. So my tummy, my tummy was hurting. It was, um, it was a bad. It was it was a bad night on the toilet, but
1: no the the jump from medium to hot is like so big like it just gets so hot so fast but I am afraid of like sitting on the toilet for too long because not the like current like the recent ex-boyfriend but another one got hemorrhoids because he sat on this toilet for too long and this he was like. 18 like i didn't think it was possible to get hemorrhoids when you're 18 and he said he told me the whole shebang about how like a doctor just probe his butthole and i'm like i'm
0: just i'm scared i think about that every time i like sit down now see like my time on the throne is like so sacred to me like i I I also have been told that, like, semi-recently, I was like, oh, yeah? Like, I don't know how I don't have hemorrhoids. Because the amount of time that I sit on the throne is, like, un- unbelievable, unpre- unprecedented. Do you have a squatty potty?
1: Do you have a squatty potty? I, like, move my trash can because it has a lid on it so I can close it. And I, like, just tuck that under my feet and it works. But at home,
0: I have a squatty potty. And it works <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just like the little stool that you put in in front, right?
1: Yeah, but it like positions you so that like it's how we
0: were meant to be like in nature, yeah, like how we were meant to shit. I've been told that i've I've been told that before. I believe it because in Japan, they like the older toilets are like squatty potties, they're like toilets, but in the ground like i i used one once they don't have them like as much as they used to but i felt i I felt real when i was doing it
1: yeah japan has cool toilets
0: japan has really crazy toilets they can like sing to you they can they have like
1: they like warm the, the the butt part and it's just like
0: the there? seat yeah. <laughs> the
1: seat so it's not like cold because i hate going to the bathroom at night when i go like from my warm bed and then the toilet seat is so
0: cold
1: <laughs> you can warm
0: it no that's so true there's nothing like more horrific when you're like oh fuck like i have to piss and i have to get out of my bed and then you're like it's like 2 a.m and it's so cold like yeah anyway that might be that's one of the worst things for me All right, what is your favorite thing about people? Take your time.
1: (laughs) I kind of just feel like the fact that everyone, like, lives their own life and, like, looks at things the way they do, like, it's
0: all different. It's just, like, how people are subjective, I guess. It's so interesting asking this question to people because I think like I think almost all but one person answered it the same, and it's it's that it's that people are so different from each other and that they're living their lives. It's also my answer too, but anyway,
1: but at the same time, no one has had like a unique thought ever <laughs>
0: <laughs> <gasps> nothing is original these days.
1: It's so true
0: though. I feel like it's so true. Cuz now
1: like with social media people can like share their thoughts and and like I feel like every thought that's been put out there has been thought by another person.
0: I think that's true. I think like I I think about this a lot with like creative projects is like everyone's made the same thing before, but I I almost think that it's not true with creative things. Because we'd be stealing like an artist. We like take, you know, we're, we're inspired whether we like it or not. And then we take that inspiration. Then we use it to make something that's inspired by that thing. Yeah, it's inspired by that thing, undoubtedly. But it's still something new. But that's the thing that keeps me going. And if you ruin it for me, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I've been... But also, like, I feel like people are more alike than they are different, even though everyone sees things a different way.
0: That's true. We are kind of just, like, all a bunch of, like, little guys on a rock, you know?
1: And, like, we're all just, like, fueled by chemicals.
0: We're all... My... I don't... I wonder... I feel like my chemicals are always imbalanced.
1: I have to, like, learn... How the chemicals like work in our brain and like everything is just it's so crazy that i feel like none of it's even real
0: (laughs) i'm well when you like learn more about it you can tell me if you think it's real and then i'll like base all of my thoughts off of that bottom line right now no all right, then it's not. But I'm not gonna do my own research. I'm just gonna go off of what you tell me. I was
1: like, I, I get it. Loki is though because I've I've like worked on rats, <laughs> rat right, yeah, like rat brains, and like it, it just it makes like the data makes sense. But at the same time, I as you don't want to believe it because someone's just making up the rationale for why it does make sense.
0: So, yeah, like, we're, like, making up reasons for why, like... We're, like, making sense of something that wasn't made to be sense... Like, made sense of. Yeah. That kind of makes sense to me. And, like, I think about that a lot, too, because my brother has, like, pretty severe autism. And I'm, like, literally, like, why? Like, why... Why is he the way that he is? Who's to say? <laughs> There's not there's like barely any there's not near enough research done on autism which is a whole nother conversation mm-hmm. but yeah it's all fake chloe said it here anyway the final question is what is an experience that has changed you good or bad
1: Ooh. <laughs> um,
0: well good or bad it doesn't have to be bad (laughs) See, i think i feel like the thing is though
1: like the the bad things are what have the most influence on you i agree is but um i wouldn't say like a specific event
0: i I don't even know what I would I haven't talked about my answer to this question before on the podcast um I honestly okay, I guess to give some like inspiration, I think my first relationship like while it was a it was a terrible relationship, however, I think that it really like made a switch in me to figure out what I wanted, and I don't think that I would have ever figured that out otherwise.
1: I I agree with, like, the relationship thing, but I feel like I don't want to admit it because, like, I don't want to, like, admit that someone had this much, like, effect on me. But I guess the only thing I can think of right now is when I took, like, a a special adventure
0: and... Adventure?
1: (laughs) I don't know if I'm allowed to say this.
0: You can you can talk about this i mean we've talked about like basically everything on this podcast before so whatever i don't know what the adventure is but unless you're like a felon and you're just like not telling me i am not a felon but damn (laughs) i took a special trip and
1: i feel like like the cliche like you see things so much more differently but I feel like it wasn't more about the actual trip, but having to return from that mindset to a normal mindset gives you a lot of like insight
0: on how things actually are. Interesting. I have never um I I'm very I don't think that I will ever be able to like take a tr- take a special trip like that because I Um, I've had bad experiences in the past with other things, and I think I've realized that, like, I, I'm already so in my head as it is, that, that losing that much control would send me into, like, to to purgatory, to hell.
1: (laughs) I've done it twice, and the second time, it was, it was kind of scary, because I felt like all my, like, inside head thoughts were becoming outside head thoughts, and I was, like, losing the boundary between, like, subconscious
0: and conscious. Interesting. Like, your, like, the thoughts that were in your head were, like, depicted in front of you kind of type thing, or would it be something different?
1: I don't feel like it was, like, depicted, but everything was just kind of, like, conflicting with each other. Like, I was like, this isn't what it's supposed, like, this isn't how it's supposed to be. But I don't know
0: how it, it can't be this way. I don't. Interesting. I guess I won't know until I, if I, until I take a special trip. Do you have any other thoughts on the special trip? It made me very
1: constipated.
0: A word? Okay, another reason for me not to do it. <laughs> it. That was on, like, having to deal with that
1: made it like like I forgot about it because I was just so focused on not being able to poop.
0: <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> well, thank you Chloe for coming on Bob and Friends. It has been a joy talking about special trips and Dave's hot chicken and um what um chemicals And, um, women in STEM. (laughs) Slay. Slay. Alright. Well, fuck y'all. We're done.